Hey everyone, you are listening to Once Lost, Now Proud, and I am your host, as always, Tracy. One of the most underrated secrets to any success is to start before you're ready. And today, I'm going to tell you a story about how I had a couple of brilliant ideas back in 2013, yet I failed to start because there was self-doubt, I hadn't planned enough, who would help me with the tech, I needed investment, how would I do it, people are laughing at my idea. I overly procrastinated and didn't start. I'm going to talk to you about how not starting with an idea has fundamentally cost me millions. Ouch, even to say it hurts me. And to date, to be precise, the company that did start now turns over $474 million. Yes, ouch. And I'm going to tell you how I found myself five years later consulting with the company I wish I'd started. Back in 2013, it was September, I remember getting on the train at St Pancras and I literally got on the train, slumped in my seat and I remember looking around the carriage at everyone thinking, everyone looks so dissatisfied, like completely I just read the last chapter of a book that I really enjoyed and you should absolutely read this book. It is called Lean In and it's by Sheryl Sandberg, who is the COO of Facebook. And there is one quote in that book that honestly changed me and and it did even to this day. What would you do if you weren't afraid? And then go and do it. So I'm sitting there on the train and I'd had a couple of ideas going through my head. So I decided to get out my notepad. On one page, I wrote safety dating app. On the other page, I put personal delivery service. I'm looking at both of them and I start to write down the pros and cons of each. So dating, Great. Well, I wasn't dating at the time, but my friends were and they were having a bloody nightmare and honestly not meeting anyone that they thought they were meeting on that particular evening. It was all just a scam. Um, Anyway, I sort of wrote the pros and cons down of that and where my skill set was, how that could link in. I did the same for the delivery service. And at that time, I was young. I'm working in London, working hard, playing hard, as we all do. Sometimes I wouldn't get home till like one in the morning. And then I'd be on the train at six back into London. Oh my God, like hungover, but not hungover because you sort of just have to get on with it. But I remember thinking, I wish I could just sit at my desk, phone a number, and say, Hey, can you deliver me a cappuccino? can I have a burger and can you go to Tesco's and get me some Barocca? And if you could bring that to my office, that would be amazing. And there's like 20 pounds. <laughs> I remember having this conversation with a couple of people at the time and they were like, 
Tracy, you're batshit crazy and lazy. Just get off your ass and go and do it. But I thought it can't just be me. Like there must be others that would want this delivery service because at the time, again, even on a weekend, yes, some restaurants delivered, like some Chinese restaurants did, or but I wanted something from like McDonald's or KFC or somewhere else and they didn't deliver. I had to go and get it, but yeah. And in the end, I just wouldn't bother. But I knew that there was something there. So I write down the pros and cons of both and I go with the dating. (sighs) I'm just going to take a second because... (laughs) I honestly, I still kick myself for, actually, well done to me for going with one of the options. At least I did one, um, but I made mistakes with both. So um, (laughs) the first one was dating and this dating app was a safety dating app. It was made for people that didn't just want a quickie, it was made for people that were really serious about finding someone in life. And what I mean by that is that the database of people also would be vetted and real. Okay. So there was lots of work done in the back end of the site that when someone joins, they are who they say they are. So there was lots of different checks put in place. Now, at the time, everyone was like, Tracy, a dating app, really? Like, you're a working professional. Why are you going into the dating world? It's just yuck. Ugh. And I thought, you know what? It's like that because of the the current apps that are out there in the market today, you know, and that, and that was back in 2013, 2014. And little did I know at the time they were so corrupt. So they were buying data in, they were uploading that into their database and they were attaching fake profiles. So the people that have gone onto that site, the genuine people have gone, oh, you know what? Yeah, he looks nice because Johnny Depp looks awesome. Ah, okay. So now I need to subscribe to talk to him. Okay. So I'll do that. So it was always to entice people to pay money. And actually the people that they were talking to were not the people. They were sitting in a call center somewhere and speaking with them online and it wasn't the person that they thought it was. Even though I can't mention the names for legal reasons of these websites, I think it was on Watchdog a long time ago and they've been found out anyway. So just research. (laughs) There were these websites out there and my dating app was all about safety. It was all about that person that was looking for that one. And actually, whatever you were looking for, it didn't really matter. You could find it, but at least you knew it was a real person and they'd been vetted, right? Honestly, I can't I can't tell you how many people would come onto the site and say they lived at number one Buckingham Palace Road. It's like, oh my God, guys, are you having a fucking giggle? I can see that you're in Nigeria. <laughs> Honestly, you, you couldn't make it up. However, that dating uh, site went on for a year. Because I was trying to do the right thing, you're always on the back foot because I didn't have hundreds of thousands of people online. You know, it was still a new company. It was still a new app. It, you know, it needed to be trusted. I was getting some PR. It was, I think I was featured in Marie Claire, in um, the Times and a couple of other publications. 
And that was great, but it wasn't growing quick enough. And ultimately, it's a free sign up service. So there was no money coming in for me to reinvest um, into R&D. So I looked for investment and actually I had potentially found an investor. And because the industry is so corrupt and the more I looked into it, I also then had this thought that, well, maybe, you know, I, I'm quite strict on how I want this company and app to be and it is on safety. Some of the investors that I was talking to had suggested buying databases and that just wasn't me. I wasn't going to upload my app with fake profiles, but they said to do that and to get the numbers up, you're going to have to do something. So I decided not to take investment. Um, what I should have done is gone out and looked at other investors. I didn't. I kept on going. I literally put everything on my credit cards. I think by the end of it, I was about 70,000 in debt. And yeah, I had four interns working for me full time. They were brilliant. Um, Everything was going great. But by 2014, I think we might have even been going into 2015, it had to close because I didn't have any funds left um, and I couldn't get any more money out of the house. My credit cards had maxed and I didn't get an investor in time. So it's one thing that I'm always going to kick myself about. But the positives out of that, I learned a lot and I started. I did, I did do something. There's some great apps out there now anyway, doing exactly what I'd have loved to have done. And I wish I'd have taken it further. But there we go. So let me take you back to that other page and that other idea, which was delivery. So I found myself, I think it was probably 2016, saw this company pop up and it was a delivery service. And I thought, oh, that's amazing. Let me have a look into that a bit more. And the company was called Deliveroo. What I didn't realise at the time is that this idea I had come up with around the delivery service was an idea of someone else in London. So there's me and there's this someone else in London with exactly the same idea. Let me just take a minute. (laughs) The other person and I had the same idea in the same year at pretty much the exact same time. His name is Will Shu. Now, Will went on to create Deliveroo. And let me tell you what a service that is. Um, If you are after anything delivery-wise from from a food or supermarket perspective, they'll always be my go-to. I am protective of Deliveroo because I still feel like it's my baby, even though it's not. It's Will's. (laughs) But it was my idea as well. Honestly, it must be now. In 2017, I had um, an opportune time to meet someone that was working within Deliveroo. It was the CFO 
at the time. I was talking to him about Deliveroo and I said, you know, what we're doing from a technology perspective, and that was with the company I was working with then, I would love to come in and chat to you. I just wanted to go to Deliveroo's offices. (laughs) I just wanted to see how it worked because in my notebook, I had my ideas and operationally how it would potentially work. I really wanted to go and see if I if I could have taken that idea somewhere. I get invited into Deliveroo and I remember being in reception and honestly, my heart was bursting. I was so excited and I just had this, I don't know if I want to call it an outer body experience, but I was looking in like it was mine. I was walking around the office and they've got an amazing kitchen area. I sat down to eat with the CFO and his team. And I'm looking around thinking, this is meant to be mine. This could have been mine if only I'd have started. Moral of the story is, you know, maybe always challenge yourself to go for the idea, which is the most bloody crazy because I truly believe that I could have taken that idea somewhere. And then I think it would, you know, have uh, (laughs) just have been maybe a cage fight with me and Will. Who knows? (laughs) So who was going to win? I have a complete love for Deliveroo and the utmost respect for Will Shoe, because what he has done and his team have done operationally is genius. And, you know, there's other companies that have gone on to follow Will, Ubers, Just Eats, and, you know, there'll be many more. I've seen loads come up on on ads. But Deliveroo will always hold a very special place in my heart. Honestly, from a win perspective for me, it's probably one of the best wins because I I got to work with delivery for over a year and, you know, really meet some great people and some that are still friends to this day. So yeah, moral of the story, people, just bloody start. That's all you have to do. You haven't heard from me for a while and I'll tell you why. I've been very busy in the background creating something very special. I want to say it's my delivery. I'm just going to go for it because why not? If I don't, I'll never know. And I want that feeling of when I walked into delivery. I want that feeling of walking into proud media. So, I'm on a journey and an exciting one. In a couple of weeks, I'm launching proudmedia.co. The website will be live. You will be able to access all of Proud Media's content, which will be Once Lost, Now Proud, the podcast, which you all know and love. The second is The Proud Talk, which is a unscripted series with myself and some very influential guests. We'll be talking about lots of different subjects. Expect some great stuff from that series. Then there's The Proud Academy, and that's going to launch in 2022. 
I'm not going to tell you much about that now, but please subscribe on the website to hear more. And you'll also get to see some blogs and things that I've created, which I've never done before. I've never written a blog before. Um, Apparently, I'm quite good at it. But there'll be humour, you know from me, there's nothing but pure realness. Also expect some swearing here and there because that's just never going to stop. So lots going on and I have some extremely amazing guests that are joining the Once Lost Now Proud podcast over the coming months. So please people, subscribe so you can be alerted. But ultimately, I would just like to thank you for your support so far. It means a lot. But watch this space because there's more to come. So much more exciting times. As always, everyone, have a bloody fabulous week. And remember, the moral of this story is just to start. Be you. Be proud. Lots of love.